Welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, we're going to go to the city that never sleeps. Las Vegas? Oh, they never sleep too? Paris? Oh no, Paris? that's the city of lights. Yeah. No. Wisconsin? No, Wisconsin sleeps. And that's oh. a state, not a city. No, that's the, that's the city, that's the state that pass, passes out. Uh, yeah, drunk. <laughs> passes out in the ditch. <laughs> yep. No, 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 no. We're we're gonna go to the big rutabaga. Wait, that's not it either. You mean the big apple? Apple. We like apples. Apples are good. Yeah. And as it's funny, as we record this episode, oh, it's uh, New York City Comic Con <laughs> week. So yes. to all of our fans out there that are in New York City right now for Comic Con. Hopefully you're having a lot of fun. Wish we were out there. Maybe soon. I've never yeah. been to... I've been to New York, and we'll get into that in the episode, but... I, too, I, have been to New York. I've only been there for eight hours, so... Oh, I was there for a weekend. <laughs> but we'll talk about that as we yeah. get into this episode. But this this is a start of a new season. Sure is. We finished season eight last week, and we took no break. We're right back on the horse. Yeah. Going back to going back to what we love to talk about. And that is the Simpsons. So this week. Oh, wait, before we get into the episode, I just like to say while you're listening to it to make sure, you know, you guys listen all the way through, which I trust you guys. You'll listen to the end of the episode. But being that it's the first episode of a season, I'd like to do a giveaway. And to hear about our giveaway, we will talk about it at the end of this episode. Make sure to make sure to stay tuned. So this week we are talking about season nine, episode one, the city of New York versus Homer Simpson. God, he likes to get into a lot of fights. And so and this is actually one of several episodes with this style of title as in like a court case. Yep. Um, but in the other ones, Homer's name is listed first. Yeah, like there was Homer versus the 18th Amendment, Hol- yeah. Homer versus the 10th Commandment. So, the 10th Commandment. Was it the 10th Commandment? What was it? 13th? The the 8th eight, Commandment. 8th Commandment. That's right. I, I need to go uh, back to Sunday school, apparently, because... But there's also, I mean, we haven't gotten to these, but there's also Homer versus Dignity, Homer versus Patty and Selma. I like so. I like when Homer I like when Homer gets into fights. Well, this isn't really a fight. Oh, he's he's fighting very hard to leave. <laughs> yes, we'll get into that. <laughs> yes. So, air date September twenty first, nineteen ninety seven. And I think uh, I think Simpson episodes started earlier back then because they did uh, because because right now the the new season just started and that was last Sunday. So okay. so yeah, October. I mean, end of October, but uh, or sorry, beginning of October, yeah. sort of the end of September. But it's usually baseball playoffs that that uh, interfere with uh, the Simpsons. So our recap. When Homer travels to New York, he recalls an experience he had in Manhattan when he was younger. 
I hate this recap. I hate it. (laughs) This recap is brain. (laughs) This recap is. I think we're we're nine seasons in. We have shat on quite a few of Disney Plus's recaps. (laughs) This is the worst. So God, God, so far, this is probably yeah. I'm going to give a doe to this recap. This is this isn't even a doe. This is a zero. (laughs) This doesn't even get a grade. (laughs) <laughs> because, well, yes, the recap, if you take the first part and the second part, they're correct. But when you combine them, that's not at all how this episode happens. No, they they put a comma. Yeah. because So basically, they're saying, oh, yeah, Homer traveled to New York, and then he recalled an experience when he got there. No. <laughs> Bad Disney Plus. You get it. You get it. <laughs> you get it. You, you, we have all, we are all dumber for having to have listened to this <laughs> recap. You are awarded no points. May God have mercy on your soul. Uh, yep. So moving on, uh, no talk board gag this week. They, uh, they wanted to start off, uh, I guess fresh yeah. or it's not, not, not a school year, right? I don't think the kids were in school. So I'm guessing summer when, how the season ended, how season eight ended was the end of the school year. So I'm yeah. going to say this is like summer vacation almost, right? Kind of. I will I say, say... L- looking forward, we are going to get a few chalkboard gags coming up. Cool. So so we got a few to look forward to. And because it's a brand new season, we get our very first brand new couch gag of season nine. Uh, dressed up like the Harlem Globetrotters, the Simpsons. Pass around a basketball as they each sit down. When the ball reaches Maggie, she leaps up and dunks the ball into the hoop above the couch, and the ball hits Homer on the head. Don't. Oh, that's classic. I wish I, I I've never that. I've never been to a Harlem Glob, Globetrotters game. I've not I've, either. I've seen I've seen some stuff on TV. Remember when they were always at the Bradley Center? I don't know why we never asked our parents to go to them. <laughs> I don't well because it was always so they always were in Milwaukee yep. at the yeah, end yeah. of the year. Yeah. So that's probably why we never went. It was because it was always like December, like 20. It was like right around Christmas. I think it was like just after Christmas. But, oh, yeah, we've both had plenty of opportunities, I'm sure, to go see them. And we just, I well, I know our dad doesn't like basketball, so that probably had a lot to do with it. Yeah. So So one, one thing before we get into this episode, fun fact. That this episode was actually taken off of syndication in many areas following the September 11th attacks, but returned to syndication in 2006. So it was only off for five years. They probably thought it in bad taste, but at least least it wasn't banned. (laughs) Well, so, I mean, so, I mean, yes, it was taken off. I mean... From what I've read or what I'm reading, it said the episode was banned from television due to the World Trade Centers yep. after September 11th. Yep. So they're saying banned. You're saying taken off syndication. I think taken it's one yeah. yep. Um But uh, so after it came back, though, some of the airings banned a few of the scenes. Oh, really? And cut out a line. Did we get um, the full run on Disney Plus then? We did get the full run. Oh, good. All right. We I'm got, glad you know that. Yeah, so we got the full run of it. Um, and we'll uh, when we get to the two, the the two that the the one scene they cut out, 
Um, and there's a line they cut out. We will, I will bring it up then. So, okay, cool. But this week, we started out at Moe's. It's happy hour. Moe's wiping down his bar, but he's bored because nobody's there because everybody's still at work. Yeah, no one drinks in the middle of the day anywhere. Except for Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. um, and probably a bunch of other places. Um, and so, you know, Mo takes a look at his watch. And it's now 4.59. And, you know, the, the whole thing of most people work 9 to 5. So everybody yep. gets up at 5. And uh, he's like, oh, the evening rush is coming in. And then he bangs his broom on the ground. And he, he's like, all right, fellas, scatter. And when he says, fellas, scatter... He's talking to the rats. Yep. And so the rats leave. And I love they leave through like a little mouse door or like a little door in the wall. Yeah. It's just, it's just, fun. it's just sad that Bart's factory is gone. Cause I think that's where yeah. all the rats came from. Cause remember when the building crashed yeah. in and all the, all the rats ran into Moe's. Yeah. It's all maybe, it went into King, maybe it went into King Toots. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Cause nobody likes music. <laughs> and so then we see Homer, Lenny, Carl, and the Barflies come in, and Homer says good evening to Mo. And as they're walking in, you can hear a whistle blowing, like the the whistle ending the workday, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, they they left work early to drink at Mo's. They're like, hey, yeah. we leave now. We'll be at Mo's right at five o'clock. Yeah. So um, and then Barney comes out of the bathroom. In a bathrobe, brushing his teeth, and he goes, "Morning, Mo." <laughs> so, so, Barney, so does Barney, Barney, Barney have a night job then, right? I guess, or does he just sleep at the bar? Well, doesn't Mo have a room in the back that he use? I, I know he has his office, but does does he does Mo have like a? I can't remember if Mo had like a cot back there or not. He might. I thought Mo would just sleep at at his bar. I know he has a house. We haven't seen it yeah. yet. I know he has a place, but I wonder if, like, if it's like late at night, everyone's leaving. Yeah, I'll just crash here. Yeah, I don't know. Um, have, you ever, have you ever done happy hour? Like, gone to the bar specifically for happy hour? Or oh have God, you just no. okay? Because like no. every once in a while, like Shay'll be like, "Oh, we should go get dinner." I'll be like, "I could use a good drink." So I, I look <laughs> at my watch, see what time it is. And I'm like, oh, this place still has happy hour going on so I can get a cheap beer. But I've yeah. never just been like, go to, you know, go for happy hour. I know a lot of people do. Like, people leave work and yeah. go to the bar for happy hour. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been at bars during happy hour, but I didn't specifically go for happy hour. Exactly. Yep. Um, and so uh, the guys gather on the bar and Mo's like, all right, all right, man, listen up. <laughs> The Springfield police have told me that 91% of all traffic accidents are caused by you six guys. And they all <laughs> high five and cheer. Like, woo! This that reminded like me. Wisconsin. I was going to say, this reminded me of when uh, my first go around at my current station when I worked mornings. Uh, every year they do reports of like the, the top 10 drunkest cities in America, and eight of them are always in Wisconsin. But that's not what I was getting at. What I was getting at is they did a report on the, I think it might've been the drunkest city, but I think it might've also had to do with traffic accidents and it came out of Milwaukee. And I remember so many people like being, woo, we're number one. And like, everybody else was like, this isn't a good thing. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, living in Wisconsin, it's crazy. Every year, it's always it's there's always seven or eight Wisconsin cities on the drunkest cities list. Yeah, and I always oh, yeah. live in one of them because Green Bay is usually on that list. Um, and Mo continues. He's like, "Yeah, I know, I know." But the bad news is we got to start having designated drivers. The guys all grumble because nobody wants to be the DD. And Moe's like, we'll choose the same way they ch- uh, they pick the Pope. And Moe reaches under the counter, <laughs> grabs a large jar, and places it on the table. Moe goes, all right, everybody, reach in and draw a pickled egg. Whoever gets the black egg stays sober tonight. <laughs> uh, have, you ever, uh, have you ever, have you ever, first question. You know the real way they pick the Pope. Yeah, it's uh they they signal it with white smoke. That's right. And when he you get, dies, you get, sing- you get you get ten points. <laughs> and when when he dies, they signal that with black smoke. Okay, you don't get you get negative ten points because I didn't even ask that question. I should get extra credit. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um and so all the guys reach in and they all grab an egg. And one by one, they open their hands to reveal their eggs, and all of them have the regular one, except for Barney, who has the black egg, and Barney just screams no. Really long. He's like, Oh, man. I don't mind, like, when I was in college and after college, I didn't mind being the DD, because I'm just not that big of a drinker, and I don't drink that much anyways, especially not anymore. But, um... I remember when we moved into me and my buddy moved into our first apartment um, after college, we, we moved into an apartment within walking distance of our favorite bar. Yeah. It it didn't, it didn't matter if it was 80 degrees out or negative 10. We walked. Oh, gotcha. So we didn't even have to worry to drive. Yeah. I mean, the nice part about being in college and drinking, even if we went downtown or to St. Paul or anywhere, our student passes actually got us free rides on the bus everywhere. So uh, that's nice. We, yeah, yeah. We never really had any issues in college anyways. Yeah. So Homer, Homer tells Barney nonchalantly, Hey, you got the black egg. Thanks. Thanks Homer. God, <laughs> Barney. Last one. Him. Yeah. <laughs> so now we cut to Homer in his underwear being carried around. Uh, carried around with, in Moe's and he's holding I love how he's late holding the two beers and I have to know because this is going to annoy me to no end the beer bottles have the blue blue label with the red lettering again maybe that's the new thing because we'll we'll see who walks in and we'll see kind of maybe that's why no because in the last episode uh, where Bart, go, Bart and Lisa go to military camp the bottles in the refrigerator are red. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the animators just don't remember. I don't know. (laughs) It's crazy. And so uh, Homer yells out, Hey, everybody, I'm Peter Pantsless. (laughs) That is the best. (laughs) That's pretty funny. So great. Um, And so now we see Barney. He's sweating profusely, you know, because he's sober. I mean, are they just getting are are they just getting drunker because now there's the designated driver rule, or do they normally get this drunk? Like I I feel like they normally get this drunk. (laughs) Um, and so Barney is like freaking out. He's like, I need a beer. And uh then we hear music playing in the background, 
and the peanuts in front of Barney start to like jump jump around a little bit. And this kind this reminded me of the scene in Jurassic Park where when the the T Rex is walking, the water and the glass you know vibrates. Yeah. So I I think I I'm wondering if that's where they were going with that. I hope so because that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. And so and and we and the song that's playing is called Oh Yeah by Yellow. Oh yeah. And do you know? Where this isn't song became. Ferris... Isn't that in Ferris Bueller? That's right. I was about ready to ask. Do you know how, how this song became so popular? <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Bueller, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's right. So that, that's another 10 points? Sure. But you're just racking them in. <laughs> Too bad the points Woo! don't matter. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> and so Barney Barney's like, not tonight. Not tonight. And he looks outside. And what's outside? The Duff Party Mobile. Yep. Pulling right up to Mo. I feel like when stuff like that, maybe it is random, but I feel like when stuff like this is like happening, you, yeah. you notify the bar. Oh, yeah. And they're like, hey, just to let you know, the Duff Party bus is going to be showing up tonight. That way you invite everyone and you can't get more money in your bar because you're having like an event of some kind. Yeah. I mean, that, but Mo's a horrible businessman. <laughs> He, he sure likes keeping is. his bar dank. Um, but dank. we see Duffman enter the bar for the very first time ever in a Simpsons episode. Yeah. Fantastic. For our first introduction to Duffman. This is this is great. Oh yep. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he uh enters the bar and asks if everyone is ready to get duffed. <laughs> and everyone cheers. I get ready to get duffed. I want to get duffed. Yeah. And uh, Lenny Lenny lets everyone know that it's indeed Duffman because, you know, of what he's wearing. It says yeah. Duff. And so, <laughs> like, his outfit is blue. So maybe maybe yeah. the bottles being blue labeled isn't, like, an awful thing. It's, it's not an awful kinda... thing, but the problem is the, the consistency. Sure. Yes. Be more consistent. Yep. And Duffman wants to party with the man who sent in 10,000 Duff labels that brought Duffman to Moe's. Who would have, who drinks that much beer? Homer. And what? Homer. Maybe. Or do you think it was a collaborative effort? I mean, maybe not. Cause... No, because he said, he said the man. Yeah. Yeah. Duffman says he has a bottomless mug of new Duff Extra Cold for Barney Gumble. Extra cold. Yep. I mean, extra cold beer is pretty damn good. Well, like putting, so here's it the a thing. Frost, putting it in a frosted mug. But here's the thing with beer. There are some beers you don't want cold. Oh. Because then it kills the flavor. Really? I yes. guess I don't drink those types of beers. I'm a normal. Probably not. It's like, is it like the sour beers? Because I think one of the sours I've had... It was not. It wasn't really cold, cold per se. I don't think. Like there are certain beers you don't want to drink, like super cold. And it's the same thing. I mean, it's the same thing with uh, hard liquor. There are there are some hard liquors that are better when they're room temperature. Sure. So, but I mean, this is Duff. This is probably their version of like Miller or Budweiser or Coors. Yep. So and. uh Duffman reveals two women pushing in a giant mug of the new Duff, 
and everyone yep. yells for Barney to chug, 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 chug. And he's like, I can't. I'm the designated driver. And the music does the record scratch and everyone stops partying. And, you know, Duffman says that that's swell. And Duffman, Duff wholeheartedly supports the designated driver program. That's good. That's good. Look, at yeah. least Duff stands for something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Duffman then asks, who wants to party? <laughs> and everyone else cheers because they're like, hell yeah, we're we're partying down. And That's then, supposed uh, to say Barney, not Mo. Oh, OK. And then, you know, Barney stares off into space and eventually we see him, you know, driving Homer's car. So, OK, so clearly they walked here, right? Or did they? OK. Did they all hop in Homer's car? To. To go to Moe's. Yes. Is that, that what you're thinking? So Lenny and Carl did, just didn't have their own car? Or maybe they left well, it there because they, they Barney's probably the designated left it driver? because they're drunk. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out, like, if they all carpooled to Moe's together, if they all drove separately. Because then Lenny and Carl's car would be sitting at the bar. Probably. Or they carpooled. Either way, they're all in Homer's car. Yep. Because Lenny and Carl can't drive anyways. Exactly. And uh, Lenny and Carl and uh, Homer start singing the Macarena. Really horribly. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, Macarena. <laughs> and they're like, something, 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 something. I've done that before. Yeah. And uh, sure you know, Homer have. sprays beer on Barney. And Barney tells Homer, hey, I'm trying to drive. He's like, as like, uh, uh, Lenny's like, hey, let's go to the girls' college. Carl's like, no, Playboy Mansion, Playboy Mansion. I was like, shut up, it's my car. And I say we're going to the Lost City of Gold. (laughs) Steve, do you know what the Lost City of Gold is? Yes, it's El Dorado. Very good, you get 10 points. Yay. (laughs) They don't matter. (laughs) Barney's Barney's pissed. He's like, well, that's just drunk talk. Sweet, beautiful, drunk talk. <laughs> uh, and Barney drops off Homer uh, last because, well, okay, it's just so, I mean, I guess Barney's pissed, so he steals yeah. Homer's car. Like, yep. I, I I, guess that's the point. Obviously, we need well, a, I don't know a catalyst. If he's pissed. I don't know if he's pissed. He just wants to drink. I know, but I... I, that's kind of the only thing about the designated driver program that's really weird. Because does the designated driver, they typically have their own car, right? They don't drive usually, the car of someone else. Because then no, how would they usually, get home if you drive? Yeah, usually, them? usually when it comes to the designated driver program, it's usually a taxi service. Oh. But I will say this this episode, outside of the whole New York stuff, it's super outdated, especially with this. Yes, there is still a program for designated drivers, but with Uber and Lyft and public transportation. Sure. Like, you don't really need a designated driver program anymore. Yeah, but it's just so weird that Barney has Homer's car. Barney drops Homer off. Yeah. And how's Homer supposed to get his car back at this point? And Barney has to drive back to the bar to go to sleep or something. Well, Barney would just return it in the morning, and then Homer returns Barney back to Moe's, and then he goes to work. Oh, okay. Seems like a lot of driving, but sure. Yeah. Um, but Barney drops off Homer uh, last, and Homer tells Barney not to forget to bring back his car, and he even slide it under the door. 
<laughs> fit. Don't worry about it. Raider's also drunk off his ass. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, and you know, Barney has a crazy look in his eyes, like, yes. Tomorrow. <laughs> and Barney drives off as Homer walks toward his house, and Homer collapses to the ground as he opens the front door. <laughs> Apparently that's where he's sleeping for the night. Yep. And uh two months later. Two months been yep. two months since barney stole homer's car and yep. uh you see uh you uh you have a have you seen me sign with homer's car last scene with pictures of barney <laughs> on moe's building yeah it and took, it's just it like took on the two, windows yeah it took two months for homer to start putting up lost car signs i, I don't know i yeah well it's homer um, yes and so as homer's putting up another sign Bo tells homer to face it his car is gone, and Bar- uh, Barney ain't never coming back. And then a limo pulls up to Moe's. And a uh, limo driver gets out, and he's like, all right, Mr. Gumble, we're here. Now, you think you think Barney would be in the limo. I mean, he is in the limo, but you think he'd be in the backseat. Nah, he's riding in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess, I guess he was just too drunk to be in the backseat. So uh, Barney is uh, let out of the trunk of the limo. Yep. And uh, Barney thanks the limo driver for the lift. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know where Barney's been. And so nope. Homer runs up to Barney. And he's like, Barney, where is my car? Now, Barney has red shot eyes. He's got a bottle of booze in his hand. Yep. Barney is obviously drunk. And Barney he's goes been drunk for two months. Yeah. Yeah. Because he couldn't drink for one night. Yep. And Barney goes, all I remember about the last two months is giving a guest lecture at Villanova. Or maybe it was a street corner. (laughs) Probably a street corner. (laughs) Uh, Or is he saying Villanova is a horrible school? That too. And so Homer says that it is just, it's like, that's just grand. Barney, you lost my car. I ought to punch you in the nose. Uh, but Homer won't do it because he has to pick his kids up at school. Yeah, and Homer gets on a scooter and scoots down the road. <laughs> You're gonna pick up the. Why does he have Marge's car? I know. It's a two car family. Marge just work. Marge is a housewife. Yeah, Homer. Homer could use the car for a little bit, or Marge could go get the kids. Yeah, it was weird. Um. So uh. So now we see uh the Simpsons back at their house. And they're in the garage, and Homer attaches a wheel to a car he's built out of mattresses. Yeah, but that's even but that's even weirder because yeah. Okay, so Homer realizes, okay, my car's not coming back, so now I'm gonna fake build a car. Yeah, like uh, I really. Yeah, I guess so. And well, so, if my car's well, if my car's not coming back. Yeah. So Mar- Marsha says, Homer, I don't want you driving around in a car you built yourself. Homer's like, Marge, you can stand there finding fault or you can knit me some seatbelts. And Marge's <laughs> like, I'm sorry. And then knit seatbelts. No. <laughs> don't enable them. Yeah, that's just God. Um, so uh, Lisa comes in the garage with uh, with the mail. And she tells Homer that he got a letter from the city of New York. And Homer <laughs> Homer tells Lisa to you know, throw the letter away. He's like, 
nothing good has ever come out of New York City. And Lisa opens up the letter to read it. And dear motorist, your vehicle is illegally parked in the borough of Manhattan. If you do not remedy this non, this uh, mel parkage, mel parkage. <laughs> if you do not re- remedy this mel parkage within seventy-two hours, your car will be thrown into the East River at your expense. <laughs> Mind you, the East River is like the most polluted waterway <laughs> in the in the country. Yep. Don't go swimming so, in there. Uh, what? Don't go swimming in there. No. No, I, I I would not recommend doing it. So they all walk into the house and Homer tells the family he doesn't want to go to New York City. And Marge is like, well, why not? And Homer's like, New York is a hellhole. And you know how I feel about hellholes. Lisa's <laughs> like, Dad, you can't judge a place you've never been to. Or it's like, yeah, that's what people do in Russia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so Homer sighs. And he's like, I'm going to tell you about a chapter in my life I thought was closed forever. (laughs) Okay, sure. And Homer, you know, he begins the story by saying he was on his way to the Harrisburg Coat Outlet to buy an irregular coat, but it required (laughs) a stop over in New York City. Where's Harrisburg, Virginia? Isn't that Pennsylvania? Oh. Maybe it's Pennsylvania. So you had to make a pit stop in New York to go to Pennsylvania. I mean, I guess that makes sense if you're like taking the train or a bus or something. So is this like yeah, right out a, of college? A, um, I thought this was 73. Oh, oh no, it? that's that's no, it's not 73. That was that was the the uh, the movie that the reference of the song. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly when this was. It might have been like maybe right out of college. Because Homer, Homer dates Marge through high school. Yeah, and then they they're together, right? So wouldn't Marge shouldn't Marge or should Marge already know this story? Maybe. Like there should be no reason chronologically that Marge does not already know this story. Correct. Um, so Homer's recollection of his first trip to New York begins with the song, The Entertainer, made famous by the 1973 movie, The Sting. Yeah, Never it's kind of it. like a jazzy song. Yeah. Oh, did it have piano? Was it like a yes. doodle 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 yeah. doodle that song? Yeah. Yeah. So Homer's uh, recollection of his first trip to New York begins with the song, The Entertainer, made famous by the 1973 movie, the Sting. However it goes. Yep. And then, you know, Homer walks by uh, the Merry Pervert and the Fascination Theaters, <laughs> 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 which are which are uh, pornographic film theaters. Correct. If you guys didn't know. Uh, three of them. Walk by three of them back to back, which are playing yep. The Godfathers Part 2. No, 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 no. The Godfathers Parts. Oh, two. two. Sorry. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson <laughs> and five sleazy pieces. I don't get that one. Uh, Is that like no? pieces as in like side pieces? Side pieces. That's what I was okay. thinking. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Um, 
And then, you know, Homer says all he had to do was walk a few blocks from the Port Authority bus terminal to his train at Penn Station. And, uh, uh, yeah, like, that's not far, right? I guess I don't know. I've yeah. never, is that far? A few blocks? I guess I've never I don't done. Know. I've never been, been to there. the Port Authority. I've never been either. And so we see a few things happening to Homer Simpson while he's uh, hanging out in New York. And the first thing when he steps out is, it's like, I want to picture myself. So he hands the guy a camera, takes a picture of him, and runs off. And then he's uh, explaining uh, what happened to a cop. Dude grabs a suitcase and <laughs> runs off. Man, shit is really bad in uh, in New York, isn't it? Yes. And yes it uh, is. and then a pickpocket takes his wallet. A bird snatches his hot dog, and Woody Allen empties a garbage can on his head. Oh man. Man, I guess I'd hate New York if all this happened to me in, like, ten seconds. And yeah. uh And then Homer, like, doesn't he, like, throw a muffin or banana peel or he throws something, right? Or does he wipe the, wipe the garbage off his face? Well he, well, he well, he throws, I think he throws the banana peel at the pimp. That's what it was. He throws a banana peel. Yeah, he like, he takes off his face and hits an angry pimp and he uh, chases him into an alley where he falls into a manhole. Like he's yeah, he's like trying to ladder. like climb up a ladder. Like, yeah. That's a funny. I like that gag. That's, that's a pretty a funny gag. gag. And uh, he falls down into an underground world of uh, mutants portray- portrayed in the movie Chud. Yeah, that's where that's where he's going. Yeah, down in the hole, in the hole. And uh, so the song that we that we mentioned, um, uh, writer Ian Maxtone Graham had brought this piece to the attention of director Jim Weirden and asked if he tried to fit the piece into the flashback. So the writer of the episode was uh, like, hey, I got this really cool song. You should uh, squeeze it in here. I like watching movies <laughs> from 1973. And yeah. since, uh, and since uh, no, he wasn't part of this, was he? Who? Uh, well, this was Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein, but I was talking about Schwartzwelder. He wasn't a part of this episode. So I, I'd say he would have been the other person to slide old timey yeah. songs into things. Um so you know Homer finishes the story by saying, and that's when the chuds came after me. Oh, so those X-rated films we talked about at the beginning of his trip. Yeah. Those 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 are a reference to the films Jeremiah Johnson, The Godfather Part Two, and Five Easy Pieces. All those films came out between nineteen seventy in 1974, which helps place the time when Homer went to New York. Okay. So he was, in the, he was there in the early 70s. Still, Marge should have known about this. Correct. <laughs> uh, there's no reason. Unless he was like, Marge, I'm going to Vegas. And then he went to New York. You know, okay, look, I, maybe I'm wrong. He he told Marge that he had to go to Harrisburg to get this coat. Maybe this shit happened in New York, and he went back to Springfield and didn't want to tell Marge about this because of the bad things that happened. Maybe that could be it. I didn't even think about that. That makes more sense. We're gonna go with that. Um, and so back to the Chuds. So Chud is a 1984 American sci-fi horror movie. 
and Chud stands for Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. Which is weird, because if you went in the 70s, Chuds wouldn't have existed. Maybe the word existed. I highly doubt it. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. They made a timing error. 70s and 80s. It's not the first one, it won't be the last one. (laughs) Um, But Lisa said she would love to see New York. And they could all go with a bus company's special superseder fare. And Lisa holds up a magazine that says, New York, $9. Well, I wish it was that cheap to just travel yeah. anywhere. And uh, although to travel by train in the, in the 90s was actually not bad. I did that a few times from Racine to Minneapolis. Prices, prices weren't that awful. Yeah. And uh, we see the Twin Towers next to the nine, basically making it look like 9-11. Yeah, and this is where the conspiracy theorists come <laughs> yeah. in. They believe yeah. that this scene in the episode foreshadows September 11th attacks. And this episode aired roughly four years before the attacks. Yep. And so showrunner Al Jean said in an interview with the New York Times in 2018, there is, t- <laughs> he's like, there is a frame uh, where the brochure says New York $9 and behind are nine. You know, with the twin towers, they look like an eleven, yeah. and uh, um, that that's one. That one is a completely bizarre, strange thing. Like, yeah, he he was like, I mean, even even Al Jean, who was running, he's like, yeah, I can't even can't even explain it. Like that one's of all the quote unquote Simpsons predicting the future. That this one probably is. The weirdest one. Yeah. Right? Like, this one has to be the weirdest one. Um, sure. So Bart, so Bart sees that it's nine bucks and says, uh, this trip is on him. And he holds up a lot of cash. <laughs> he must have sold one of Homer's things. Or, or he pulled yeah. Homer's wallet out and took the cash out. It's like, I got cash. Let's go. And uh, Bart says, ah, I guess we're all going to New York. Yeah, my trip to New York was lay was a layover on my way to Italy. Oh, that's right. Was, yeah, my trip to New York was uh, junior year of high school for uh, orchestra. We were doing uh like one of those uh, uh not uh, contests out there where we competed against competitions really? against other what? schools. Do I not know? I mean, I guess I was in college. I guess I don't yeah. think I knew about that. Well, that's not on me. That would be on mom for not saying anything because. And I never really saw you in college, but nope. uh, uh, unfortunately, our mother was a chaperone. Oh, ouch! <sighs> that's that's sad. I'm glad she yeah. didn't chaperone. I'm glad she didn't chaperone our uh, Washington D.C. trip because I think yeah, she luckily, wanted. Luck- I think she wanted to. Yeah, fortunately, she did not chaperone mine either. Uh, but no, she went to New York, and I remember, God. We were, because it was, I think it was just one bus full. I think there was only one bus of us. I think there was like maybe 20 kids total. And she chaperoned like a group of the girls. And I was with uh, a couple of my buddies and his dad. And we were driving back. We had stopped for lunch. And I was sitting with the girls that she was chaperoning. She was sitting with the adults. And one of the girls in the group was like, we're so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
they apologized <laughs> for my mother. And I'm like, well, now you know how I am or why I am the way I am. Yeah. So that, that was, yeah. Um, I, fortunately I didn't have to see her too much on that trip, but, uh, I did have to hang out with her for like one, like for a few hours, unfortunately, but, but yeah, yeah. that was, that was my trip to New York. It was a lot of fun though. We got to see Phantom, uh, Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. I got to see people selling, uh, fake shit. Yep. Got to see Times Square. Yep. I did that. So, we got, we got to see know. Times Square. We got to see Central Park. I ate a hot dog from a hot dog vendor in Central Park. I did eat a pizza from one of the New York pizzerias. I didn't get to do that. We were going to go to Carnegie Deli, but they were closed, which was kind of sad. I really wanted to go to Carnegie Deli. That would have been great. I really, really did. I was so upset. Yeah. I was so upset I didn't get to do that. But, uh, but yeah, it was a lot of, New York was, for my eight hours stint there, (laughs) it was a decent time. I want to go back without our mother. (laughs) Yes. And uh, so Homer, you know, Homer grumbles. He's like, all right, New York, I'm coming back. But you're not getting this. He holds up his wallet and he throws it in the fireplace. Yeah. And I I don't know if you noticed, but on the mantle, there's some pictures. One of the pictures is Patty and Selma, and they have red and blue hair. I did not notice that. Yeah. Yeah, I think good, I think good. Selma had red hair and Patty had blue, one of those two. I mean, there's only two two combinations. So, yep. but yeah, yeah. that's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess March is allowed to have pictures of her sisters up. Yeah, and uh, Homer, Lisa's like, Dad, our baby pictures were in there, and uh, Homer tells Lisa not to start. He's like, <laughs> we're not starting this trip off on this foot. I'm already pissed I'm going to New York. I'm not getting involved with this. Yeah. And so they ride on the sit and stare bus lines. Because that's what you do on a bus. You sit out and stare. And you stare. Yeah. That's that's what you do. And Marge tells everyone to wake up because they're almost to New York. And we see Maggie is sleeping in a hammock meant for luggage. Like above. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's That's a good place for her to sleep. I yeah. wonder what the, the drive time must have been pretty far. Yeah, I know. I, I When we took the bus trip from Racine to New York, I think it was 20 hours. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because I think the bus trip from Racine to D.C. was roughly the same. I think that was more 25, 26. Was that a longer trip? It might have been. Yeah. But uh, Bart complains that the trip took too long and asks why they had to transfer twice in Atlanta. Where? where how? What? Dude, this trip cost $9. That's fair. This bus is going everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, if they had a transfer, like, how long did it take to get to New York? <laughs> Three days. Right? Well, Maybe. he only had 70. Here's the thing. They got that letter. Here, okay, actually, I have a problem with the letter now, because in the letter, it says he has 72 (laughs) hours to get to New York to get his car, or else it's getting dumped into the East River. Yeah, but but you're right. But you're right, though. If it took uh, three days to get there, that's 72 72 hours. hours. Right? Okay. So when he gets there, he has to get to his car and finish by 9 o'clock. 
So I'd say it took but two pro- days to get there. It took two days. The, yeah. But the other problem, though, is uh, depending on where they're driving, if they have to transfer twice in Atlanta, it I guarantee you it took two days to by bus to get there. <laughs> that car is in the East River. Yeah. <laughs> so that letter, that letter basically had to be sent out and arrived the same day, which is impossible in no. 97. 97 yeah. standards, it's impossible to get sent out a letter and then have it arrive same day. Now, I mean, you can get same day delivery with Amazon, but maybe it, it was I, uh maybe it was one of those certified letters that oh, could have been that that has to be like tracked so the post office or would know or the police department would know, "Hey, this letter oh. was delivered today." So, yeah. yeah, 72 hours from right now. That's fair. To get your car out of the out of the World okay. Trade Center. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Lisa says that they should have paid the extra dollar fifty and gotten a bus with a restroom. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. why didn't they? Nine nine dollars? What's what's an extra buck fifty to get a bathroom? Yeah, on the bus? I'm sure Bart. I'm sure Bart had that in Homer's wallet. Yeah. And so Homer wakes up and he feels like he feels what he thinks is are his legs, and he looks at Marge like I can't feel my legs, and Marge is like. It's the guy behind you. And the guy that's <laughs> sitting behind Homer is the very tall man from 22 short films about Springfield. That's great. That's awesome that they brought him back. But, but how would, how would like, where was Homer's legs? Um, you don't see his legs. Maybe they were just cross-legged because he was under a blanket. Maybe. I, I don't know. That was, that was a really weird animation. I love the fact that they brought him, the guy back, but... It was a weird animation. Yeah, but um, I mean, if you ride a bus long enough, yeah, your legs are falling asleep if you're not oh, yeah. around. Um, so uh, they ride into New York, and Marge is like, man, I feel like such a nobody. Because <laughs> it's the Simpsons in New York. The Simpsons are somebody yeah. in Springfield. In New York, Correct. it's just a nobody. So there's a sign that says, welcome to Manhattan, home of the world-weary we- poser. Uh, that's great yep um so uh marge says uh the city is wall-to-wall landmarks which that's fair it is um and she's like oh there's the williamsburg bridge and fourth avenue and the governor's island is there an (laughs) island for the governor of new york i thought so i thought there was a governor's island staten island that's jersey I'm guessing there's a governor's island in New York, right? I I don't know. You could look it up. Um, and so uh, Bart notices uh, three Hasidic Jews, and he mistakes them for ZZ Top. And he goes, you guys rock! And one of the guys is like, yeah, we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind so, of funny. So Governor's Island is a 172-acre island in New York Harbor within the New York City borough of Manhattan. Located approximately 800 yards south of Manhattan. Oh, okay. Is that where the governor lives then? I would assume so. If it's named Governor's Um, Island. Yeah, it doesn't actually say anything. I think it's actually uh, just a visitor center. Uh, There's public art 
uh, stuff. Open Orchard. Yeah, hmm. there's history. Like, there's Native American stuff about the the island. Yeah, I don't think anyone. Maybe the governor. Maybe I bet the governor is like lived there like way long ago. I think yeah. that's probably yeah. It's a, it has a national monument on it. Yeah, I think. I think it's just uh, visitor center. It was for well. Here we go. Island remained as an army post and quiet neighborhood for military families until November 1964. So I don't know if the governor ever actually lived there, but looks like it was a military base for a little bit. All right. So the Simpsons get to the Port Authority bus terminal and step out into New York City. Homer's like, now remember, criminals prey on small town folk like us. So if anyone asks, we're sophisticated millionaires from the Ozarks. Marge's like, (laughs) Homer, you're scaring the children. Homer's like, good. I don't want to spend one extra (laughs) second in this urban death maze. You wait here at the bus station while I get the car. Marge's like, the bus station is just one of the sites we came to see. What? what? <laughs> Why, would you care? Why would you come to see a bus port? Well, well look, people, look, people go to New York City and go to Grand Central Station as a landmark. Like the train station, Grand Central Station. Yeah, they go there because it's a landmark. So maybe the bus port authority is a landmark, too. Maybe. Uh, Marge tells Homer uh, they'll meet him at Central Park at 5 p.m. She doesn't say where, but Central Park at 5 p.m. Now, (laughs) Central Park, for those of you who are unaware, is 843 acres large. Yep, I've been there. That's a big plot of land. I have not been to Central Park. No, we got dropped off near the zoo, and then we walked, uh, we did the whole, like, Home Alone walk. Oh, nice. Like, of Central Park, where the bird lady was. Yeah, we watched that. We saw the hotel where Macaulay Culkin supposedly stayed at. I don't know if that was actually the hotel that it was filmed in or not, but yeah. we saw that shot where the hotel was, and I'm like, "Hey, it look, home alone!" I took been, a picture. It might have been because that's one of uh, Donald Trump's properties. Oh, okay. So it's very because po- I know the only reason he has a cameo in that movie is because they filmed in one of his towers, and that was the only way they were going to let him film. They were going to let them film in one of his hotels sure. if he got a cameo. So, sure. I mean, that was I, my it's very possible. Yeah. From my childhood, I mean, Central Park and Home Alone 2 work. That was kind of my that's why Central Park. A lot of people were like, oh, because yeah. of Friends or, you know, whatever other Seinfeld. I don't know. Did Seinfeld never actually did Central Park a lot, did they? No, they didn't. I don't think they did. But yeah, mine was there's a couple of episodes. Yeah. Um, so Homer agrees. He's like, but not a minute later. And so, and the reason not a minute later is because once the sun goes down, all the weirdos turn crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, Homer gets in a taxi, and as he gets in, he points at a pedestrian. And he's like, "I'm on to you." And he gets in the taxi, and he just keeps pointing at the pedestrian as he drives away, and. Homer takes the taxi to One World Trade Plaza. I have been to where the World Trade Center stood. I mean, I've been in that area. They didn't have the memorial done yet. They were still uh, in the process of building it because this was so that would have been it was March of two thousand and 
four, I believe, is when I went. So okay. Um, so it was three years. It was like three and a half ish years after, or two and a half ish years after. Um. So, but yeah, we kind of got to walk around that area and kind of kind of look and um, did not look like what it looks like in The Simpsons obvi- for obvious reasons. Yep. Um, and also with the trade trade towers in this episode. This is the most outdated Simpsons episode, I think, of the entire series. <laughs> because of the fact that they show landmarks that no longer exist. Yep. Um, yeah. And so uh, Homer gets to his destination, and he looks up at the Twin Towers, and then he looks down, there's his car. And the car has a bunch of tickets on the windshield and a boot on the wheel. And so Homer's like, he sees his car, he's like, ah! my car and he runs up and uh he see you know he sees all the tickets and he screams again and he turns around and there's a sign behind him that says no screaming fifty dollar <laughs> fine and i was like oh. like a little little muffled scream yeah so now we see uh the marge and the marge we see marge and the kids uh doing some sightseeing and the first sight is the statue of liberty and i got to take a boat ride around the statue of liberty that was kind of yep. cool I got to see it from the airplane. Yeah, but I got to go around it. I was on the <laughs> ground level. I didn't get to go in it. I think at that time, I, I'm i trying to remember if early 2004, if it was still closed. Because I know they closed it down after 9-11 for a little bit. I don't remember when they reopened it. Oh, gotcha. So, uh, not so, that we had time to go in it anyways, but. Yeah, so we see the Simpsons are in the head of the statue. And Marge says uh, that Governor's Island looks so insignificant from up there. <laughs> um, I believe, I don't know if you're actually allowed in the head anymore. Oh, Ghostbusters were allowed in the head. Yeah, but that was like 84. I mean, that was yeah. way, way before, or 85, 86. Oh no, that was the second, that was the second one. That was like eight, that was like 89. But uh, yeah, I think, I don't think you're allowed up there. I could be wrong. Um, I anybody who lives in New York who listens to us, let us know. Are you allowed in the head of the Statue of Liberty? There we go. Good idea. Make our listeners tell us these things. Yes, uh, that's what they're there for. Yes, um, and to hear and to listen to us, obviously. Um, so Bart sees a boat carrying uh, immigrants. I'm assuming this is like yeah. the whole Staten Island immigrants coming yeah. in, and yells down to them to say, "Beat it! The country's full." <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Um, and the ship captain tells the passengers, Ah, you heard the lady. Get back below deck. We'll try Canada. <laughs> uh, Canada might not let him in either. Um, but we see uh we head back to Homer's car and he's, you know, paces around, calling the city stupid, and asks what this thing on the wheel is. Like he tries to pull the boot off, but clearly won't budge. I've never had a yeah. boot on my car, thank God. Nope. Um, never have. Never has the displacement either. I have seen boots, but I've never had one. Yes. Um, nope. And he tries to use his mouth to undo the hex nuts on the tire. Come on, Homer. They're not going to go anywhere, and they won't budge. And if you listen really close, Homer says, "What?" Yeah. Homer says, "Motherfucker." It's a muffled because his oh. mouth is on the hex nut. So oh. that's how they got past the sensor is uh, Castellaneta 
probably muffled it or maybe he was like chewing on something to imitate Homer. And if you listen, he clearly says that word. I mean, nice. not clearly, but it sounds like it. Cool. Everyone go back and listen to Homer say motherfucker in, uh, <laughs> in the Simpsons. Um, so one guy from one of the towers yells down to Homer that, uh, when Homer is done, the guy has something up here he can bite on. Oh, Jesus <laughs> oh my God. Christ. Oh, and then the guy from the other tower yells at the first guy and tells the first guy to be polite and calls him a bus bag. Because New Yorkers <laughs> are very friendly, if you guys don't know. Yes. Yeah. And the, the second guy tells Homer that he has to call the number on the boot. And that number is 212-555-BOOT. <laughs> Good number to call. Yeah. And the second guy apologizes to Homer for the first guy and says uh, they all... S- that they stick all to the all the jerks in Tower One. <laughs> so this is this is the line that they cut out of the re-airing of this episode, oh. and the reason for them uh, cutting this line was in 1993, Tower One, which was the North Tower, which was the first tower to get hit uh, in 2001, was also the site of an initial bombing. Oh, um, and so that was the tower where more people were killed. And trapped. Gotcha. So, um, I haven't seen a re-airing of this episode. I don't know how many of, like, the first, like, 10 to 12 seasons actually get rerun that that's not on FXX. Um, but I'd like to see a re-airing of this in syndication to see if they actually did cut that line. Yeah. Maybe next time it's on. Actually, I could probably go to my YouTube TV and find it. I bet it was on at some point in the last six months. I bet it's on there somewhere. And I can watch it. Um, And then we see Tower 1 guy tell Tower 2 guy that he's going to come over there. And then they start arguing. I don't know if the windows even on the Trade Center Tower even open. Uh, I don't think think so. And if I remember correctly, I think the two towers were a good, like, 30 feet apart which they'd have to be because of like wind and structural yeah. type stuff so like but i don't think you're going to be able to yell 30 feet across yeah, maybe but i love the guy wasn't there a clothesline like a few floors yes. above those guys yeah <laughs> that was great apparently there was apartments in uh in the twin towers there too. were not there okay. were not it was all um, business but the guy above that has the clothesline tells them to shut up. <laughs> um, so Homer calls the uh, the number to get his boot removed. And we see a pleasant female voice like, thank you for calling Parking Violations Bureau. To plead not guilty, press one now. Homer presses one. And the female voice like, thank you. Your plea has been rejected. <laughs> and the pleasant female voice comes back. He's like, you will be assessed the full fine. Plus a small... Large lateness penalty. <laughs> and then the female voice comes back. Please wait by your vehicle between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. For parking officer, Steve. And then the male voice comes back. Grabowski. <laughs> that, Grabowski wasn't the name of the, the mall cop from the the Marge. What was the name of that one? The one where Bart steals Bonestorm. Uh, that wasn't, the, that so. wasn't the officer's name, was it? I don't believe so. 
Okay. It just sounded really familiar, and I thought maybe that's where I've heard it before. Yeah, I I don't believe so, but, uh, you know, we did that episode a while ago, but I'm pretty sure it was not that last name. Yep. And uh, Homer can't believe they expect him to wait at his car from nine to five. (laughs) Homer's like, how long is that? Divide the the remainder by the, I wish Lisa was here. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't know how to do basic math. It's eight hours. Yes. But Lisa is on the subway. And uh, we see some ads. We see some ads on the subway. I, I loved looking at ads when we took the L in Chicago, I always like as a kid, I don't really do it now, but as a kid, I always like looking at all the, uh, all the ads on the subway and we have, uh, trade food stamps for lottery tickets. Uh, beware of subway, probably good thing to have on the subway. Yeah. Uh, can you throw a football, become a New York jet today? (laughs) Call 1-800-4-NY-JETS. Oh my god, this joke, I'm sorry, <laughs> this joke is timeless. This joke is timeless. They haven't had a good, their last good uh, quarterback was, um, oh god, um, not Janikowski. Uh, I know it was like a really long last name. Um, shoot. Um, it's the, It was like one of the last time they went to the playoffs. Um I know you're not a football fan. Uh, I watch shoot. football. You, yeah, you watch the crappy Bears. <laughs> uh, it wasn't Mark Sanchez. Uh, I'll find it. I know I will. Uh, oh, Vinny Testaverde. They had Vinny Testaverde for a couple of years. He was good. Um, they had Brett Favre. He was all right with the with the Jets, but uh, I mean, they've had a long history of not having a good quarterback recently. Yep. So I love that joke. It's great. Yep. It's fantastic. And then there's also an ad that says, have you been injured in a subway accident? Call NY Metro 555-5680. So that's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we see Lisa talking to a bum, and she's like, here's a better idea. You give me your address, and I'll write to you. And the homeless man's like, uh, okay, uh, just send it to Jesus, uh, care of the Pentagon. Oh, my God. Um, okay. I love the crazies on the subway. Yeah. So Marge is like, I'm glad we took the subway. And she sees an ad for laser wart removal. She's like, wow, the future is here. <laughs> sure. Yep. Sure. They don't Marge. have that back in Springfield. Uh, no, that's fair. So uh, Lisa asks um, where Bart is. And we see Bart is talking to a crowd of people in a subway car. And he's holding a tin can with give written on it. And Bart's like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to disturb your pleasant ride, but unlike yourselves, I was born without taste buds. Let me demonstrate. And he oh licks a handrail and immediately oh. makes a disgusted face. Oh my god. And he's like, he's like, oh, I'm in over my head here. Yeah. 
don't lick the subway. Oh ever. my god, that was That's so gross. gross. He needs to go to a doctor's staff. He needs all <laughs> sorts of freaking shots. Yep. Um, and so Homer, so now we're back at Homer, and he's sitting by his car, staring at his watch, and he's sitting on the ground. Yep. And people start throwing change at Homer, and Homer's like, I'm not a bum. Um, and there is an episode where there is a B B story where it revolves around Homer posing as a bum. Yeah. So he uh he was a bum, but in a future episode. Yep. So this is probably this is probably where he learned to be a bum. Yeah, right. Um and so uh a few people uh keep throwing Homer change. He's like, Oh thank you, thank you. And a, and a and a business lady walks by and he's like Homer's like, change? And she just ignores Homer and keeps walking. And he calls her a cheapskate. Jeez. Oh my god, that's great. Um, and so uh, across the street, Homer sees uh, a pizza shop called Original Famous Ray's Pizza Shop. And the sign on it says, not affiliated with Famous Original Ray's. And it says they deliver, and their phone number is 555-P-I-Z-A. So, Pizza. Pizza. Um, pizza. So, Who yeah, doesn't obviously like, who doesn't that like is, pizza? Uh, so, obviously, that is a uh, parody of uh, the Ray's Pizza Shops that uh, are around New York. I don't remember the pizza shop uh, our mom and I went, or my mom and I went into um, to get a slice. Uh, it was okay. Um you know, sliced pizza. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Um, and so Homer's like, oh, I'm hungry, but I can't leave my car. And so he puts his foot on the front of the car and like just kind of leans forward. And it looks like the store is getting or the, the restaurant is getting closer to him. And he's like, oh, let me pick up the stick. He's like, I'm <laughs> almost there. And then they cut to like a, a wide, like over the head shot and obviously he hasn't moved an inch nope no nope. nope not at um all. he's delusional no. and hungry yeah well i get i mean you can you can uh hallucinate when you're hungry yeah he can't leave man no um and so a street vendor uh comes by who uh is selling club kalosh and uh homer <laughs> asks club kalosh and Homer asks the man to run across the street to buy him a slice of pizza. And he's like, no he's pizza, only clop kalosh. <laughs> uh, uh, and Homer's like, oh, all right, uh, I'll get a bowl. No bowl, only stick. Only stick, stick, stick. <laughs> and, he like, and he takes out like a popsicle stick with like <laughs> rotting meat on it. I don't know. What, is this a real thing? I mean, wouldn't it be like <laughs> lamb? Like, I feel like, I don't know if he's Hindu I mean, that's more of a, I I think that'd be more of like a lamb or what are they, what's on the spit at uh, Euro places? That's lamb. Uh, so, is it lamb? Tom Kalosh is an Easter egg reference to a fictional food described in The Simpsons. Yeah, so, so fictional food. So it's not real. Cloth Kalosh no. is made up that The Simpsons made up. So yep. we can only guess what this concoction is. <laughs> And so I would, I'm kind takes... of surprised this wasn't in like my Simpsons cookbook or some shit. Yeah. God, that would have been hilarious. 
Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. Uh, Homer takes a bite of it. He's like, oh, God, that is just awful. And then we get into, like, and then it, like, dissolves. And he's finished. He has finished eating the clove kolosh because he's just that hungry. And Homer goes, now, what do you have to wash that awful taste out of my mouth? And the vendor's like, Mountain Dew or crepe juice? And Homer's like, oh, jeez. And you think he, you think he's disgusted by the crab juice? No, nah, he's disgusted by the Mountain Dew. He's like, I'll take a crab juice. What an asshole! I love my Mountain Dew, but yeah. crab juice, crab juice actually is a real thing. Uh, one of my friends that uh, traveled to either China or Japan uh, posted a picture inside a inside a cooler at a place. Oh. Now I don't know if it was actually crab juice. He posted the picture, and it was a bottle of something. And it had a picture of a crab on it, and then Chinese writing below it. So okay. we just assumed it was crab juice. Oh. So I don't know if it was really crab. I mean, hey, it has a crab <laughs> on it, Chinese writing. I'm gonna go with crab juice on this one. But uh, have you ever have you ever eaten something very horrible and you ate it just because you were hungry? You're like, okay, I'm really hungry. I have no choice whatsoever. Fine, I'll eat this. Um, yes, technically, uh, when we were children, uh, our mom used to make chicken Parmesan and then, and then she decided to substitute the chicken out with eggplant. Yeah, that was good too. No, that was disgusting. (laughs) I like my, I like eggplant Parmesan. I mean, I I do not like eggplant. I do, I do not like the taste of eggplant. And I have told my our mother repeatedly this as a <laughs> child, and she forced me to eat it. So yes, I have had to eat disgusting food that I didn't want to eat. <laughs> Fair enough. Give me, give me my goddamn chicken. I don't need freaking eggplant. It's disgusting. Um, and so Homer drinks the first can of crab juice. He just downs this thing. He's like more, and. Uh, he he goes through a roughly fifteen cans of crab juice. <laughs> that is God. I wonder how bad that clav collage tasted. That he's just willing to drink crab juice. I love crab, but I don't know if I would drink its juices. Yeah, probably not. Um, so Homer, you know, Homer then realizes that he drank too much because you know that's a lot of lot of stuff to drink, and uh, he's like. He's like, hey, you have a men's room in that cart? He's like, no, only clav kalash. He's like, tower, tower bathroom, bathroom and tower. And he points, he's like, and he points at the uh, the first tower. He's like, observation deck. Yep. And, uh, you know, Homer does a little dance while stand, saying that he can't leave his car. Because, yep. you know, that's that things always happen when you leave. Yeah. That's, that's when stuff happens. And yeah. he asks himself, why did I drink all that crab juice? And then Homer <laughs> spots some mailboxes and oh, casually that? walks over. <laughs> and as he's about ready to go piss in the mailbox, the mailman <laughs> comes out of nowhere. It's like, don't even think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then we uh, cut back to Marge and the kids who are walking through Chinatown. And yeah. Marge asks if uh, they're still in Little Italy. At least yeah. like, no, I think we're in Chinatown. <laughs> and Mars like only in New York. 
I mean, there's a few other cities. I think San Francisco does the Little Italy in Chinatown. Yeah. I did San Diego have it too. I think San Diego, didn't they have a little Italy? No. 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 Not that I saw. <laughs> I think L does LA. I think LA does. I'm sure LA yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of places. Doesn't Chicago have a Chinatown too? Uh, they might. I don't sure. know. I've never actually gone deep into Chicago. Yeah, so maybe not only in New York, Marge. You got to yeah. broaden your horizons and travel other places. Yeah. And uh, they walk by the shop with uh, dead rabbits hanging in the window. As you Ooh. see, like, dead rabbits, chicken, stuff like that in uh, Chinese restaurants in Chinatown or even China. And yeah. uh, Lisa asks uh, Marge if the rabbits are dead. And Marge's like, No. They're just sleeping upside down and inside out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Marge notices Bart across the street with a firework in his hand. And Marge tells Bart, no fireworks. And to put it back. And so, you know, Marge is the boss. Bart puts it back. Nope. But he had already lit that firework. <laughs> I don't know where he got matches from, but he lit the firework. The firework shop? Sure. It's their fault for leaving the fireworks, uh, the lighter yeah. around. And he yeah. sets off all the fireworks at the shop and the shop owner, you know, it's Chinese fire drill. <laughs> it's serious <laughs> this time. Uh, we've only ever done a Chinese fire drill once in our car. It was very What's hilarious. The Chinese fire drill again? Every, everyone gets out of the car and changes places. Oh. You never okay. did that? No. No. Uh, so now Homer uh, sitting on the hood of his car, trying not to pee his pants. And, <laughs> you know, Homer wonders when the boot guy is coming. And then we see a bus passing with a sign on it that says Flushing Meadows. <laughs> and, you know, Homer reads the Flushing Meadows and has a dream sequence of himself running through a field of toilets. And then we see the music uh, music playing um, is a stylistic parody of the piece Flower duet from the opera, opera La Caime by Leo, I, some French guy, De I think it's Lacme, uh, Leo oh, Lacme. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it's a parody of that piece. Yes. It's not the actual piece. Yes. Because I don't think on stage in an opera they're running around dancing around toilets. I would hope not. Although that would be funny. Yeah. Um, but Homer can't take it anymore and tells his car he'll only be gone for a second and runs into Tower One. And, you know, Homer cuts in line and uses another man's money to pay for himself to get into the tower. Yeah. So this, he, so he has the to tower, pay. Yeah. So the tower stuff, um, again, I haven't seen a re airing of this and, and, and take this for a grain of salt, but. Um, some of the airings banned the scenes of Homer near the Twin Towers. So I don't know how they cut around that, but um, him running to the bathroom in both towers uh, was part of the scenes that were cut out of the re-airing. Oh, weird. That kind of... According, according <laughs> to this, I, I don't know. I haven't seen, again, I haven't seen a re-airing of this, on television, I've only watched some Disney can, Plus. I don't know how you could cut that out and keep the plot of yeah. the yeah. You know, episode so moving along. That, I, that, that's why I said, take it with a grain of salt. I haven't seen a re-airing. This is just what I read on the internet. Oh, the internet. It's always lying to you. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> Homer, you know, 
checks out the window to see if his car is, you know, no one there. No one's there. So he yeah. gets in the elevator by pulling an older, older lady away. She's like, how frightfully rude. And she adds that she hopes someone stabs him in the eye. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, New Yorkers, man. Yeah. And Homer gets off on the 107th floor only to see that the bathroom is out of order and needs to use the bathroom in the other <laughs> tower. So there's only one bathroom in this entire building? Yeah. I'm surprised there's not even a bathroom in the lobby. I feel like there would be yeah. at least a bathroom in the lobby. I think that's the joke. I get, I, I mean, that's, sure. That's the joke. Well, I mean, no, no, no. That's to get to, that's the joke to get to the Homer missing the parking meter guy. Yeah. I don't think there's a joke saying there's very few bathrooms in the <laughs> Twin Towers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Although that I'm would pretty be funny. Oh, that, that would be funny. I'm pretty sure you need a bathroom, uh, to, uh, a male and a female bathroom on every floor, or at least a general, gender neutral bathroom on every floor. Yes. And so uh, we hear a ding of the elevator, and then Homer running outside and then into Tower 2, ding of the elevator up to the bathroom where we hear Homer let out a long, Oh, <laughs> oh I've, I've done one. that before. Not I've as long as Homer's. <laughs> uh, uh, I've got like, cause there was a, a trip, a car, a road trip. Uh, some friends and I took to Mankato, Minnesota for a couple hockey games. And I really had to go to the bathroom. And my buddy who was driving, he's like, Rob, I'm not stopping the car. I'm like, dude, you need to stop. So eventually, like an hour after this conversation, he finally stopped because he was like, well, I need to use the restroom. I was in that bathroom for like as long as Homer probably was in this scene. <laughs> uh, so then we cut to Homer as he looks onto the street and the parking officer has showed up. Of course. Of course. See, that's what happens. You go away. Officer shows up and we see the officer writing Homer another ticket because Homer's not there. And Homer yells, doe, and we hear it echoing across the city of New York. Yep. Yep. And Homer picks up, he's back down in his car, he picks up the new ticket and reads it. Failure to wait by vehicle. <laughs> and Homer charged another $250. Yeah. Oh, man. And uh, rightfully so, Homer is pissed. Yep, and, he's had uh, it. He's had it. This city has kicked him in the balls too many times. Yeah. And he and he does notice that the sun is going down. It's starting to get dark, and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm getting out of this town alive if it kills me." <laughs> uh, sure, Homer. Sure. And so, so Homer's like, "All right, screw this." He wipes off the tickets off the windshield. He gets in his car, turns it on, he puts the pedal to the metal, and. You know, basically all it's doing at this point, because he's got the boot, it's just revving the engine. There's smoke coming out of the, the, the engine compartment. And he's not really going anywhere, but he's able to turn the boot over with the wheel and moving the car. But the, the boot, like, wrecks the wheel well, just, like, screws up that entire section of the car. And so Homer laughs as he drives away. But every time the boot turns over, his head hits the top of the car and he goes, ow. <laughs> yeah. Ow. <laughs> ow. Oh, my God. That is great. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's physically possible to drive with a boot on, even with what Homer did. I don't know if it's don't physically so possible. Uh, no, because 
the the I, if I remember correctly, the boot is only attached. Well, maybe I don't know. I guess it's I mean, attached it's to the rim, but the rim is attached to the wheel. I've never like the thing is I've never had a boot on my car, but I think there's enough weight that the car can't make it go. Um, I don't know if this is possible. Maybe it is. If you really floor it, yeah, maybe. But maybe, I don't. I don't know. And so uh, now we see uh, Lisa and Marge are window shopping. They just see shoes. And Bart's like, he's bored because he doesn't care about shoes. And Lisa's like, she's in awe of the shoes. She's like, I know they're made from animals, but I'm still in awe. And Marge is sad. She's like, man, I wish I didn't already have a pair of shoes. She can't <laughs> own two pairs of shoes. Well, Marge can't own more than one dress. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and so Bart's uh, like, speaking of shoes, I don't care about shoes. I'll be back here in a half an hour. And Lisa's like, <laughs> okay, dad. Marge is like, stay where I can see you, honey. And neither one of them take their eyes off the shoes. Yeah. So uh, now Bart is wandering New York by himself. And he comes across a building that has the offices of Mad Magazine, which we have obviously seen before. The yep. all Idy Oller. <laughs> I get it. Uh, and so, uh, so Bart, you know, sees where Mad Magazine is, gets on an elevator, it's on the sixth floor, he gets off, and to the left, when you get out of the elevator, is Mad Magazine. Yep. To the right of the elevator is the Methadone Clinic. Every, <laughs> there's a bunch of people on there, they all head towards the Methadone Clinic, and Bart heads towards Ma Mad Magazine. Yep. And, oh god, that's, that's great. Uh, so Bart, you know, he walks into the office and the receptionist is, uh, there's a receptionist there sitting and he's like, am I at Mad Magazine? And she says in a sarcastic tone, no, it's Mademoiselle. We're buying our sign on the installment plan. <laughs> oh, oh, that's God. fantastic. And so Bart introduces himself. He's like, hi, I'm Bart Simpson. My dad has a subscription. I'd like the grand tour, please. It's just an office. I don't think that's how that works. No. And uh, the receptionist tells Bart that, uh, you know, he's like, you might think there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens on the other side of that door. And she points at the, at, at, like, the door to the offices. She's like, this is just a place of business. And <laughs> yeah. so, you know, Bart is clearly disappointed. But as Bart goes to leave, Alfred E. Newman sticks his head out and he, like, asks for some things. I know he asked for, like, a sandwich. But it's all like mostly gibberish. Yeah. Uh, like, that's so okay. great. Um, and on the other side of the door, we also see the white spy from Spy vs. Spy is in the room. Yep. Yeah, there's a few other characters that I don't recognize because I never read Mad Magazine. And yeah. uh, Bart, Bart, Bart's jaws drop. He's like, oh my God. I'm and never washing these eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I will never wash my eyes again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I don't think you really wash your eyes. I mean, you can get soap in them, but, you know. Um, so we see Homer driving down the street, um, and he kicks up concrete uh, because of the boot. And it, like, breaks the semi. There's, like, a semi behind him, and it breaks the windshield of the semi. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, he's slowing down the traffic. 
you know, and we see a taxi driver yell at Homer, get off the road. And a biker that his taxi driver has run over yells at Homer to get off the road. <laughs> you maniac. God, I, you know, I know there was this like a statistic about how many bikers are injured every day in New York. Yeah. Because they're like weaving in and out of traffic on the road. It's crazy. Uh, like, yeah. Why, I mean, biking in New York's huge. I mean, that's yeah the best way to get around. Now, well, probably yeah, those, now probably those electric scooter things, but. Yeah. Um, biking was, but in night in the nineties, yeah, everyone biked everywhere. Cause owning a car in New York is the dumbest thing in the world. Correct. Um, and Homer yells at everyone to shut up and he turns on the radio. Uh, but the song play is uh song playing makes Homer angry and he just starts kicking the radio and breaks it. His car <laughs> is, his car's gone at this point, man. Yeah. yeah. It's done. It's not even yeah. done yet. Um, nope. Then we get Nell Simon's uh, More About Brooklyn, Tommy Two-Tone, and Gotta Mince. What am I reading? These are the signs that Homer passes oh. by. Okay, I probably should have prefaced that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we see a few uh, signs as Homer's, you know, driving down the road with his boot on. We got... Oh, no, no, no. It's... Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, Marge and the kids are down, like, down in oh. the Broadway district. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we cut back to Margin, uh, Bart, and Lisa, and they're uh, down on Broadway. They're going to take in a show. But yeah. we got some uh, we got some uh, shows that are on Broadway right now, and we got Nell Simons Moore. Is it like Neil Simon something, maybe? No, Nell Simons Moore about Brooklyn. Oh, it's the full title. Reading oh. is a skill. Yes, it is. Is is that Neil Simon or is Nell Simon someone else, I wonder? I think Nell Simon is somebody completely different than Neil Simon. Okay. Uh, we got Tommy Toon in Gotta Mince. Ernest Goes to Broadway. That's the one I want to see. Uh, Hoofin in Mouthin. <laughs> that was great. Uh, Hoofin Mouth. And uh, Midtown Urine Disposal. Interesting. I don't think that one's. A, I don't think that's a Broadway play. That might just be where you go piss, or Maybe. you deposit your Jimmy Johns. I'm not sure. And uh, yeah, David know. David Copperfield's astonishing girlfriend. <laughs> uh, David Copperfield, the writer. Or David Copperfield, the magician. I'm assuming the magician. There's no writer, is there? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Why would I know that? He's oh, clearly not. Isn't there famous. not a writer? I know there's a. Well, maybe I'm thinking of the book called David Copperfield. Was that Charles Dixon, Dickens? Yes. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Okay. And uh, we see Marge and the Kids go see Kicking It, a musical journey through the Betty Ford Center. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Marge tells the kid uh, tells the kids that when I was a little girl, I always dreamed of being in a Broadway audience. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you. I mean, obviously, like I've seen a couple of off Broadway shows. Like I saw The Book of Mormon when I uh, was living in Madison. But I don't know, man. There's just something about seeing a show on Broadway. Yeah, I've never never had the chance. I don't know if I ever Phantom will. Of the opera, maybe. And but that's what everyone sees. That's no. like the, isn't that like no, the go-to? Cats. 
Oh, cat. Well, cats is like the other one, I guess. Yeah. Um. So uh, we get a uh, musical number. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, called uh, Checking In. And uh, the, the musical number Checking In was based on Robert Downey Jr., who was battling a cocaine addiction during the time of this episode's <laughs> creation. Yeah. Just as the character in the musical was. And yeah. so uh, we got a judge like, how do you find the defendant? The jury form is like, he's guilty of mayhem, exposure, indecent. And the other jurists are freaked out behavior, both chronic and recent. Drinking and driving, narcotic, possession. And that's just page one of his 10-page confession. And the judge is like, I should put you away where you can't kill or maim us. But this is L.A. And you're rich and famous. <laughs> and then the courtroom set resolves around into a set depicting the Betty Ford Center. And a young celebrity's like, I'm checking in. And the doctors st- uh, stand around and, ho- and a hockey player and a starlet and each in their hospital beds going around. And the doctors and patients are, he's checking in. And he's like, I'm checking in, checking in, checking in. No more pills or alcohol. No more pot or Demerol. No more stinking fun <laughs> at all. I'm checking in. And then the doctor is impatient, like, he's checking in. The doctor's like, no more pale and... Uh, I was like, no more looking pale and thin. No more bugs beneath your skin. <laughs> and uh, while aides take away the young celebrity's belt and shoelaces, the doctor takes a bottle of pills out of the young celebrity's jacket pocket. He's like, <laughs> hey, that's just my aspirin. And then the doctors and patients are like, chuck it out. You're <laughs> checking in. <laughs> that's great. That's great, great. song. Great yeah. musical number on Broadway. Yeah. Um. And so we see a woman uh, behind Marge. You know, she can't see the stage. <laughs> yeah, because of Marge's hair. Because <laughs> Marge's hair. And uh, Marge's like, when I grow up, I want to be in the Betty Ford Center. <laughs> and we're like, you better start saving now. It's very expensive. And it's like, shh, they're strapping down Liza Minnelli. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like in the nineties, I mean, that was like the rehab clinic, right? That yes. like all of this, like that was like where all the celebrities went. Yeah. Right. Nowadays, I feel like there's just retreats, right? Like there's just like, like, uh, no, John Mulaney went, no, John Mulaney went to a re- rehab center. Yeah. But not like Betty Ford center or anything. I don't know. That, rehab I, center in New York. It might've been, yeah. no, I don't think it was Betty Ford. No, no, this is in LA. LA. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, you know, Homer is still driving. He says, it's getting dark. <laughs> we'll never get out, out of there with this boot on his car. And Homer stops in a construction zone and gets an idea. And he th- thanks his brain and asks his brain what I can do to repay it. He says, eh, try not to bump my head on the way out of the car. And just on cue, Homer bumps his head. On the car, he's like, "Sorry, brain. <laughs> Oops, can't even do that right." No. And uh, Homer apologized to the motorist, like, "It'll just be a minute." 
I would be upset too. And, you know, Homer goes up to a guy using a jackhammer, tells him that the boss just fired him. Uh, it's like, I'll get him. <laughs> and uh, Homer grabs a jackhammer and uses it to get the boot off his car, but not before destroying his entire car. Yeah, he like puts holes in the hood and just like destroys all the glass and then finally gets the boot off. <laughs> Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just, that's just fucking hilarious. I like it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't think his car's making it out of New York. I mean, I guess maybe, but maybe his car's making it out in New York. Um, and, uh, the Homer jackhammers the boots some more after getting it off, telling it to die. <laughs> die, that, die. That, would, that would definitely be me, man. I'd be like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. And uh, yeah. Homer one, New York, nothing. I don't think so, mm. man. I think, yeah, I, think I think maybe Homer one, I think Homer one, New York, a hundred or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Homer steps on the boot um, and then he gets caught on his foot and he bangs <laughs> it in his car to finally get it off. And he's done with it. He's done yeah. with his boot. Yeah. And Homer thanks everyone for their patience. And someone shoots at Homer and hits the sign behind him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is New York, man. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, Homer, you know, he yells. He's like, all right. And he drives off. And so now we got like an overhead view of the city. The sun is going down. There's some like ominous music playing. And we see Marge and the kids are in Central Park, ending their day with a horse-drawn carriage ride around the park. And Marge is like, oh, I hope Homer had as much fun as we did. And uh, then we see, we cut to Homer, who is now driving angrily through Central Park, uh, messing up a young couple's picnic. And uh, he, like, crashes through a gate. And the carriage driver notices that Homer is headed straight for them. And he's like, he's like, all right, secretary, go. And if anybody who doesn't know, secretary, it was the first Triple Crown winner of yep. the... Uh, the horse races. Um, and so now Homer races alongside the horse-drawn carriage. Um, and this is a movie mem- uh, moment uh, from the chariot races in Ben-Hur. Uh, yep. this, the same scene was also parodied in the episode Saturdays of Thunder. So, yep. uh, yeah, like, so, like, Homer uses his wheel to, like, try to, like, knock knock over the, the carriage and whatnot. And so I love the driver during this this chase, like whips Homer in the eye with the the horse whip. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. <laughs> and so uh, Bart notices he's like, "Oh, it's Homer." And Bart looks at his watch. Oh, he's right on time. And so Homer, uh, he's like, "We're getting out of here now. Jump in, Marge. Trust me. Throw the kids. No time for the baby." <laughs> Jeez. Um. And so Marge just tells Homer, we aren't jumping. So Homer, like, gets ahead of the carriage and cuts it off. And so uh, Homer opens up the back door. He's like, all right, everybody, in, 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 in. And he drives off for just a second, stops, opens the back door, and throws the carriage driver out of the car. Yep. Um, And uh, the carriage driver tells his friends, uh, if they're ever in New York, ask for Jimmy. Ask for Jimmy. Yeah. So now we see the Simpsons drive away. At least it's like, 
New York is such a magical city. And she asks Homer if they can come back next year. And Homer's just seething. Gar- like, there's a garbage truck in front of him that's open. And the garbage <laughs> is flying out. Hit him in the face. Uh... And he's like, we'll see. And so uh, eventually Homer gets uh, hit by a bag of biohazard waste. Oh and once again, he's like, we'll see. And so, like, the camera kind of pans. It's just like a side shot of the bridge. And the credits roll as the song New York, New York plays over. And the Simpsons drive off off into the distance. Yep. So in this final scene is the family scene driving away from New York on the George Washington Bridge. Um, The credit roll with the camera gradually pulling back from a view of the car to a view of the side. And then on a panorama view of the city. And as the whole sequence was being shot from a helicopter, so that's kind of what they they wanted to yeah. get the effect. And so to achieve this effect, a computer model of the bridge pulling out was made and then printed out. And then with the oh. printouts, photocopies were made and traced into the animation cells. Oh. Um, also, Homer this process dry- took a long time and was expensive. <laughs> I assume so. <laughs> Um, so also going back to Homer driving his car through Central Park, uh, that is a reference to, uh, the movie Die Hard with a Vengeance because John McClane does the same thing. Yep. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's funny. So director Jim Reardon wanted to replicate, uh, films that ended in this similar way. And he's like, I remember that every movie located in New York would pull back as if you were leaving town on a bridge. And then yeah. shortly before the episode aired, the production staff actually contacted Fox to make sure they would not run commercials during the credits. They never run commercials during the credits. No, the well, you're oh. right, you're right, you're right. And, and back then they didn't. Nowadays they do. They do like something, oh, right. and then they run credits, and then they come back after commercial and run credits again. But oh. I don't, maybe, maybe by season nine they did. Maybe, I don't know. I guess I don't know. But they wanted to make sure they didn't cut the credits with commercials. Unless it was, unless it was one of those things on syndication where, you know how like when stuff goes to credits, it like goes away and you know what I mean? Like it goes away, it shrinks. And then you see like a commercial for something during the credits. Yeah. That's the syndication. Yeah. So I don't know. But, uh. But yeah, the the New York, New York soundtrack playing over it, that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, So, season one, or sorry, season nine, episode one, starting off with a bang. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go five. Everything's coming Millhouse right out the gate. I love this episode from front to back. I mean... I did have a few mild complaints during the episode, but I'm going to, I can look past them. I mean, Homer in New York is just fucking hilarious. Like I, I I can't imagine anyone being on a trip. I don't know. Obviously this wasn't a vacation for Homer. (laughs) I feel like it was a vacation for the rest of the family, but being so utterly pissed on vacation while everyone else is enjoying themselves. That would just eat me alive, but it's funny. I mean, Homer drunk in the beginning on Peter Pantsless is <laughs> fucking great. Um, yeah. I mean, everything in the whole thing. I, I don't have an issue with much of this episode. 
aside from, I guess my one big thing was the whole, how does Marge not know about it? But I kind of explained that away. I think I did a good job with yeah. that. But uh, um, but yeah, I'm good with five everything's coming up, Millhouse. So yeah, I don't, th- I don't think I'm as, you know, high on this episode as you are. Uh, it is a solid episode. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about the whole, like, the letter was funny when they sent it to him, but like, even in 97, I don't 100% know if the city of New York knew when Homer got the letter. Um, they definitely did not get there in time. Oh, um, the funny thing is, I bet his car would have been, if this was real, obviously we're going to frame Grimes this right now. If it was yeah. real, his car probably would have been towed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it would have been towed. Like, well, where, where it was parked, it would have been towed right away because it was in the <laughs> <Yeah>. closet. <laughs> like, his car is not there. Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love the cloth collage scene. The 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 bit with the Mountain Dew and the crab juice that was funny. The signs in this episode are great. Um, I definitely watch this episode when it's on. Um, I don't know the the Mad Magazine bit was meh because I just never read it. It was funny. Uh, I love the song in the episode. I thought that was really good. Yeah, sounds um, good. But uh, I just, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't hit that five note for me, but it's definitely four sprinkles. It is a very, very solid episode. All right. So let's finish it off with our character profile. And this week we got Duff Man. He's the man who likes the Duff. Um, His appearance, uh, appearance, uh, sorry, his appearance, Am I saying that wrong? Appearance. Appearance. Woo. All right. Sorry. Uh, His appearance fee is 10,000 labels sent to Duff Brewery. Kind of reminded me of Pepsi points. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh, you know, that honestly, I mean, of all the cool things for Pepsi points, I mean, I got a lot of stuff from that and they kind of did Pepsi Mountain Dew combo. Yeah. I think an appearance of some kind would have been kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like to concert tickets or backstage passes or something like that would have been kind of cool other than just like physical items. Um, What he presents to the honored Duff drinker, a giant bottomless mug of new extra Duff cold. New Duff extra cold. Not extra Duff cold, Duff (laughs) extra cold. Duff extra cold. And uh, his theme song, Oh yeah, by Yellow. Wonder how much they had to pay for that song if they had to pay anything. I don't know. Well, they had um, to pay for it. I don't know how much they did though. Yeah, his assistants, two Duff cheerleaders, and his most handy accessory, a belt that holds eight cans of Duff beer. That's a. I wish I had one of those. I think they yeah. actually made those like novelty things once. I think I saw some at Spencer's. Probably one of my, probably one of the funniest things I got to see uh, when I worked at Zoomies was a uh, vest that held beers. Yeah, like that was probably the funniest thing I saw. I didn't buy it. I really should have. But it was like a vest that held like six beers on it. It was pretty awesome. So that's our episode. Welcome to season nine, everyone. So, uh, before we close it out, um, I'll give you where you can find us and everything while I do this, but, um, since it's season one, we're going to be doing a giveaway and we have two Kearney 
Zezwick? Did I pronounce that right? I have no idea. Kearney Zezwicks? I don't know. That's his last name, according to this box. I don't know if we ever yeah. did his last name in this episode, any episode for that matter. Uh, but it was a 2022 fall convention, um, limited edition. So actually last year, last year, New York City Comic Con exclusive. Um, and I got two of them to give away. And we will be posting this on our Instagram. Um, and I'll probably use my personal account on Facebook to dish it out to you guys. Um, but yeah, follow us on uh, on Instagram at the Simpsons Did It Pod. Um, and threads the Simpsons did a pod. You can uh, find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, pretty much wherever. We're on YouTube, YouTube Music. So make sure to like, subscribe, comment, review, rate us. That'd be great. Uh, if you have any comments, you can send us uh, email uh, the Simpsons did a pod at gmail.com. Or uh, you can call our phone number 612-584-0986. Listen to Jane and LeBron's voicemail message and leave us a message. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.